0: You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit
1: electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation.
2: Six nominations. Six. Six Oscar nominations for Fatal Attraction. How? I don't know how because this movie was the number two... Uh, what? what, what uh, number two most highest grossing film of 1987 I may have been six months old but thank god I wasn't reviewing movies back then or I would have been bashing this this is ridiculous six Eric how the heck you doing
1: and a BAFTA as well and a few mm. more to boot yeah mm. this movie was was it I'm glad we got to watch this this was your first time watching it right me? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. and it was the first time watching it for Sarah as well too
0: it was, and I have so many feelings and so many thoughts about this movie.
1: Oh,
2: good! I'm so glad you do.
1: I don't even know where to where to start. I, I mean, well, I'll, is well, it I'll pop ahead culture ahead. references? Is is it just the powerhouse of the uh, of the names that are in this movie?
0: I uh, well, no. Here's the
1: story itself. All all the weird <laughs> shit. I mean, I, I oh, hold on. Actually, I know a great place to start. We are doing a retrospective, everyone, on romance. Year of romance, year of love, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's start. I'll ask, why did we
2: choose Fatal Attraction? Because it's the movie that everybody thinks is not the movie that it is. I, I didn't think this was going to be this movie. I knew going into this movie that Glenn Close goes crazy. But I thought it would be done respectfully to mental health and not Jason voorhees E. <laughs> you know? Like, I didn't know it was going to go this route. Um, that's that's why. But to kind of go off a go for that as well. I think people are confused with this movie, Eric, because I didn't experiment. No Jordan Flair with this one, everybody who's listening and to you too. At work, we all know where I work and we know the people that I work with. So I said to a handful of people: young, middle, old, male, female, didn't matter, right? I asked the same question to a bunch of people, right? Hey, I just got done watching Fatal Attraction. I don't know if I like that movie. Every time, 100% out of like 18 people said, yeah, that's the movie where the chick opens her legs in the interrogation room, right? Everybody thinks it's basic instinct.
0: Yes, I thought the same thing. Uh, I knew there was the bunny scene, and for whatever reason, I also thought – this was Basic Instinct with the leg and the crotch, and I kept waiting for it, and then it dawned on me that that's Sharon Stone and not, uh, oh, oh, what's her face? Oh my gosh. Glenn, I'm Close. Glenn Close, thank you. Um, and then afterwards, I realized that Michael Douglas is also in uh, Basic Instinct, Basic Instinct, and so that must be the confusion. They're only five years apart, um, but I, I can totally see where they're coming from in their confusion.
2: Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't know why Michael Douglas was considered a male sex symbol. This is the only two big sex thrillers he's done, right? Basic Instinct and, and Fatal Attraction. I don't know if any other sex thrillers he's done.
0: So we talked about this. Um, okay. And just to, to throw it out there, it was a weird coincidence. One of my favorite podcasts called Unspooled with Paul Shear and Amy Nicholson. They covered Fatal Attraction last week.
1: Right of the show, by the um, way.
0: Yeah. Hey, Paul. Um, So it was just a really weird coincidence. I listened to it. But one of the things they talked about was, is Michael Douglas sexy? And they brought up, you know, basic instinct. They brought up this movie, obviously. Um, And what I think the answer is, is he's not sexy in like a, my God, rip off your shirt kind of sexy, but he's sexy in an attainable kind of way. Um, he's a good-looking guy. He's just sort of maybe a little above average. Um, and I think that's what makes him attractive. The first thing I ever saw him in that I remember was The American President, um, which was 1995. He plays the president. Um, and I loved him in that movie. I still love him in that movie. And so I think of him there and not as this kind of smarmy um, cheater fellow. Uh but I, I don't think he's sexy in a, a traditional kind of way.
2: No, yeah, he's everybody's uncle. That's kind of how yeah. I see it. You know, you know I, he's, it's yeah. funny though that you
1: say like the the, the uh, kind of like a more of a shadier character though, or something that's not as appealing. Just because I'm looking at his uh, his credits here, and there was a <clears throat> excuse me a moment where, yeah, he was basically the the man looking sharp in a suit. For a lot of these, uh, Jewel the Nile, Romancing the Stone*, Star Chamber, Chorus Line, Fatal Attraction, of course, Wall Street. We all know Wall Street where he probably got the, uh, uh, you know, probably a biggest uh, boost to his image and um, kind of that sleazy, uh, you know, businessman, um, CEO type decision making guy uh, as a really a leading man. But as he got older. He perfected in, into like the, the, the wise kind of patriarch, uh, you know, the, the, the go to Ghost in the Darkness or American President were, were very close to each other in uh, being released. So that's kind of like that father figure. Right. He's he's the guy that has the answers. He can. We
2: have a problem. He's going to get it done.
0: I forgot this is, he was in Ghost in the Darkness.
2: It's not a good movie. This is why I hate the Oscars, too because I want to talk about Glenn Close, too, and the movie, but this is one more little bit of trivia. I don't know if you guys saw or not, or for the people listening. This this is why I hate the Oscars. The 1988 Oscars, so a year after this was released, this was the 60th Oscars. This movie was nominated for Film of the Year. Mm -hmm. it, It lost to The Last Emperor, but that's not my issue. Michael Douglas was nominated for Best Actor and won for Wolf, I'm sorry, for Wall Street, but he wasn't even nominated for Fatal Attraction, which was nominated for Best Film. You would think that if a movie is nominated for Best Film, then the actors and actresses in said movie will be nominated for Best Actor and Actress in said Best Film.
0: One would think. But that One doesn't would make sense to me.
2: That's, that's
1: why I didn't like Host, and you know, I thought it was just, or uh, Parasite uh why it was just completely overrated because it's like they the actors didn't win right wasn't it just the director that in the screenplay that kind of won that no one's acting shined through um but hold on i i think i remember there was some sort of hollywood saying where if if everyone in the movie is good then you have a good movie or a good director if one person is good in a movie then you had a bad director or a bad movie
2: that's crap because Wall Street had great actors and a great director, and it was a better movie than this. But that's okay. Well, I'm saying that's what like wouldn't that, that was even it a better movie. Yeah, but that wasn't even nominated for film of the year. I, I just don't understand anyway.
1: You know, <laughs> the other thing too is is trying to put yourself into the times of 1988 here, okay? Because I mean,
2: a lot of things
1: are going on at at this time uh, as well too, and also I I remember like watching as a kid, watching like some old stuff. Oh, like old SNL stuff from like the 70s or 80s. And I remember watching these sketches I'm like, this is not funny. Like, so a lot of these guys like Steve Martin, and Aykroyd are just going out here and just moving their hips and saying something in a funny accent. And it's like, that's not really funny. They're making goofy faces. And I remember the answer was, yeah, well, things were funnier. The, different things were funnier back in the 80s or back in the 70s and 80s. So it's just like, all right, well, I, I guess it worked then is what I'm trying to say.
2: Well, what didn't work was mental health. Glenn Close said if she were to have do this movie again, she would play this character completely different. However, the women still come up to her on the street to this day and say, thank you, you have saved my marriage. This is a horrible character. Glenn Close's character is horrid. Now, well, I'm going to spill my beans. Save and their then, marriage from what? From, let's... I take it as, you know, the wives are saying, you saved my marriage so my man wouldn't cheat. <laughs> I don't know. That's my only intake from it, you know, because you know, every woman that you have an affair with is going to be a wild and crazy girl, you know. I, well, it, I, th- I think it's maybe you're right, Jordan,
1: but maybe it's more of a depiction where, like, um, Michael Douglas is a very lucky person. He has it all, and he kind of throws it away just for
2: for nothing. He doesn't throw anything away. He doesn't learn a lesson. He threw a lot away.
0: And that's part of my problem with this movie is you're supposed to, I think, supposed to feel bad for Michael Douglas. And I am so angry at him. I hate both of these characters so much.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved the wife. She was the most innocent one. And she had no Mm idea. Oh, my God. Okay. So, Glenn Close. I don't know how to say this. I got in trouble a few podcast episodes a few years ago before. Um, She's not for this role, especially in the introduction scene. Right. She's not for this role. This is definitely, um, you know how Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore has done two movies together, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, This is definitely a Sharon Stone role. I mean, I would believe that more.
0: See, I think, I think it's, hard to believe that she is the person that Michael Douglas would cheat on his wife with but I think she played crazy really
2: well mm. I agree to that I actually 100% agree with you on that yeah well I don't know if Sharon Stone could actually do that but yeah no you're right I mean she played she played crazy so my issues um and I kind of want you guys to spitball with me on this one um we don't know anything about her. We don't know where she comes from. She don't. We don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. We don't know really how she makes her money. She says she's an editor.
0: I'm assuming she's a businesswoman she's, of some sort. She's
2: brought in uh, to
1: their firm <laughs> to do what? She was there at the party initially right. for the uh, whoever cookbook where if, for the where...
0: samurai something book. Yeah,
1: yeah. For the for the book, and she was there as uh, something right, and then. Um, it was later brought on that uh, because of that party, it was more business that she came on as a new account or
2: somebody is.
0: She's a book editor.
1: Okay. So
2: she's okay. So she's not working for the firm. Then. Cause I heard editor
0: she's brought in as like a contract worker.
2: So, okay. So when, The affair uh, happens later on and stuff, and then she keeps on going in and out of the office, and everybody's kind of freaking out, and he's freaking out. I thought that she works with him. So she does – is she just like a third party hired as freelance?
0: Yeah, so she – I don't know exactly what he does, but whatever it is, she comes in – he's a lawyer. So you know the the scene where she comes into the office because they're having a meeting on the Saturday uh, is like an emergency – Meeting because something is going on with the book that they're trying to sell the lawyers are brought in the editor is brought in. So the people in his office have probably met her maybe once or twice. um, But she does not actually work there.
2: Okay. All right. So she's she's a freelance. Um, yeah, so we get we get introduction to Glenn Close. And um, another reason why I think it's hard for me to see her as as a sex symbol is because of my age. She always will be Cruella DeVille for me. That's why I'm (laughs) saying my age, right? I mean, like this, she's a sex symbol, right? Um, So it's just kind of hard to see that. Um, But we get introduced to Michael Douglas, right? He's a lawyer, right? He has a wife. That daughter of his, I have seen that actress before. I know what's. Ellen Leighton? I've seen that actress before, that little girl. Oh, have you? Uh, You probably have, yes. Where have I... I I don't know where I've seen her, but I've seen her.
1: So it looks like Fatal Attraction was her first,
2: and then she was in the TV show Family
1: Ties. She was in Mm -hmm. a movie called Mr. North, the TV show Equalizer. She's at Christmas Vacation. She's Ruby Sue. Oh, okay. That's who she is.
2: And she's also in Boy's
1: Life, too, but that's years later it's right. 10 years later so she would have been more adolescent at that age
2: okay so he has an affair let's jump right into it because there's a lot to unpack here he has an affair with glencoe's uh the wife is going upstate they live in new york city she's going upstate to hang out with her parents help out her parents with their cabin house up north she takes the kid and he immediately has an affair uh with glencoe's this is why i call bs right off the bat and why i'm angry at this character because they go out to like a like a brunch And then immediately after the scene, they start going at it. So this is telling me that he has done this before. This guy is a sleazeball because it was so easy for him to jump in the sack with her. Or am I reading too much into this one? Sarah, what do you think?
0: I didn't take it that he had cheated before, uh, but it did seem very easy for him, especially when he keeps saying, you know, I have a wife and I have a kid. You know, I'm happily married. Uh, But, oh, Let's let's have an affair. Uh, it, it made me very, especially when they, like, in the description of the movie, uh, a happily married man's one-night stand comes back to haunt him. Like, how was he happily married if he so easily has this affair? Oh, I, right. don't, I don't greedy. understand.
2: He's 100% oh. greedy. And, and Sarah, on top of that, too, Gene and I were watching, my wife and I were watching this together, and there's a scene at the beginning of the movie where it's, like, crazy in his apartment and stuff, And then the wife says, uh, I'll go to bed, sweetheart. Like, hey, see you in a minute kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I looked at my wife and I go, oh, as soon as he walks into the bedroom, she's going to be asleep. She wasn't. She was in bed with the kid and just like, sorry, honey. I was like, really? I mean, pretty much that was frustrating because that's so stereotypical. And it's like,
0: like, why? I think that's one of the really good things about this movie is it does – It does show just the normalcy of life. Like the movie opens and they're in their pretty typical New York apartment. Like it's not, you know, it's not friends. They're not in some ridiculous apartment they can't actually afford. Um, But they're, you know, they're getting ready for a party. The kid's in their dad's t-shirt. You know, the husband and wife are getting ready. So they're in kind of various states of undress. Um, And I think that that adds something to the movie. Um, Just a normalcy. And so when he does walk into the room and sees the kid in bed, like, you can't tell me that hasn't happened to you.
2: Like, oh, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. The like, kid yeah, crawls
0: like... into bed. Like it's it's totally normal. And so I think that's one thing that I really do like about this movie.
1: Now, do you Eric... think in that part though that it should have highlighted maybe a bit more like a cause to, to him, thinking that, well, he's sexually frustrated, he's got a big account here, he's trying to get some action from his wife, and he keeps on getting shut down. Yeah. He gets a very easy pass. This this very uh this this temptress comes along and in kind of almost gives him a freebie here and um, he's thinking oh well geez I I wouldn't mind uh, you know a little little this because he wasn't getting any at home now albeit they did a very bad job of it but I I guess I'm going through like the cliches of what the infidelity is and I'm reminded of like the first thing I went to was Chris Rock's I Think I Love My Wife that movie Mm -hmm. and (laughs) that's usually what uh, I mean the stereotype is right is that no matter how happily air quote happily married that this guy is or you know whatever Johnny B good he he does it's frustration or it's that one little thing that's so like is it believable who knows like it's for the movie it's it's that that temptation part but they did a bad job of showing it in this movie if we were led to believe that that's why he acted into that infidelity
2: I 100% agree with you because what we need in a movie that deserves to be nominated for an Oscar, we need to take some time to have an inner struggle with him. Like, we need to have him Mm -hmm. struggling, you know, hey, um, you know, uh, wife and I have not had sex in a while. This is a big thing, you know. It's been like six months since we've had sex, blah, 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 blah. We need to have that inner struggle. We need him going out to the bar, talking to his friends, being like, oh, man, the old ball and chain. You know, like I mean, we need that. We didn't get this. We get, no. we get Glenn Close at the beginning. Glenn Close in a meeting. Glenn Close at brunch, and then Glenn Close boobs. He, lo- my wife, quote. This is not me. Why quote? He really likes her boobs. <laughs> he was all over. I mean, like it, it's just, just and another thing too. Since people compare this to Basic Instinct, this this. Was this supposed to be hot and steamy for Amy? I mean, for '87. I know it was 35 years ago, but this, this is on this is on daytime television
1: now. I don't know. They had everything and the kitchen sink, if you know what I mean.
2: <laughs> Hello. That was some weird sex. <laughs> Thank like you. Water on his face, and <laughs> and like and like he like like it reminds me of like like people in college like when they have sex with somebody that does weird things and they have like a weird look on their face, but they continue to do it. And it's just like, that's what he kind of gave. It was like, what are you, why are you putting water in my face? Like, it was, it was weird. Sacks. No, it weird. it,
0: it was, uh, I mean, and this happens in like the first, what, 15 minutes of the movie. Right. Uh, and we were watching it. And I remember at one point telling Eric, I wish you could see my face because the look has not changed. And it's just sort of this, like, what in the heck is happening right now look. Oh,
2: uh, well, I agree with you.
0: i i did not really understand um i get you know you get caught up in the moment but like turning the water on and like handfuls all over just felt so uncomfortable to me um i i did not care for that that scene
1: so hot they had to they had to cool it off Mm
2: -hmm. no i did not and then of course we get the a few scenes later we get Loving an elevator scene going down. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, like,
0: I mean, this is that one, That one felt to me more, I don't want to say relatable, but relatable than the kitchen sink and the handfuls of water.
2: I will 100% agree with you and, and also just uh, not embarrass my wife anymore because I won't do it all the time. But she <laughs> w- But she said innocently. And she goes why is she going on her knees for? and I was like oh Gina. oh Gina. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> to tie her shoes and mm-hmm. I said and I said what do you think blah 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 and she went in the elevator and I was like her, her breasts were out It doesn't matter at this point you know it's just that's that's my Now, life. That's again my before
1: we get to this love making their rendezvous with the restaurant which which by the way in that whole rain meetup was kind of weird and silly too uh, because they were like holding hands and skipping to the restaurant of- anyway uh <laughs> the the words that they were using which is another thing too and again this guy's a lawyer you'd think he'd look more into the words but i i get that she was saying all the keywords i can be discreet we're just mm-hmm. adults in in him really trying to like you know lean into it like oh this is too good to be true type of thing and really just going for it but um i it's it was a weekend, right? Like so, we get the yes. We get the apartment scene. We get the elevator scene, but then we get a whole weekend of this. Is it confirmed? Is like a three day? Yeah, it's Sunday? a week.
2: No, two days. Saturday, Sunday.
0: Yeah. So Saturday, that that's when they. That poor dog. Exactly. I feel bad for that dog. Uh, what is it? Friday's the or Thursday nights the party. Friday he sends the wife off, or Friday nights the party. They send the wife off. He goes to work Saturday. Does Glenn Close all day Saturday. Uh, he goes to leave. She slits her wrist. wrists. This- he spends the night. So I think that's Sunday night.
2: Yes, because she called. The wife called and was like, I'm going to stay one more night and come yeah, back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah,
0: which works for him. So, yeah, it's it's a Saturday night, Sunday night. Back to work on Monday.
2: So he made a mistake right off the bat, right? So we're kind of nitpicking this movie and I'm glad we are because the first time that they have sex, I say to my wife, they're in his apartment. And my wife went, no, no, no. no." And he went, he he was, they were in his apartment first. And then the next time that they go after when they have sex in the elevator was to her place. What? Really? yeah. Well, how else would she have known where he lives? She finds his
0: she gets his stalking him.
2: No, no, this is before all that stuff. They have sex in his apartment first. They have sex in their kitchen. Damn
1: because that kitchen is
2: different. Because their kitchen is different than her kitchen. Because her kitchen, because she had this like warehouse apartment, like a very expensive warehouse apartment. Mm -hmm. And the kitchen was an open floor plan. Mm -hmm. And it had a freaking island in the center of it. The first time they had sex, there was no island.
0: Yeah, there was. With the Uh, with the in the sink.
2: In the sink, yeah. Yeah,
0: yes, it is because he turns and he's carrying her and he's got his pants around his ankles and to his right is an island and to the left is the sink. Okay, I think so, I don't think they go to his apartment at all.
1: I didn't okay. think they did either, but
2: I, I thought they. I, did I don't want to watch
0: she, it again. Oh, oh no, no I'm not watching that. that again.
2: So anyway, so we get we get the last day and he's talking about Madame Butterfly, which seemed forced. Um, uh, there's another podcast that I listen to that I really enjoy. And one of the hosts said when they were talking about just movies in general, uh, opera scenes is what destroys movies. And they brought <laughs> up, they brought the scene in Philadelphia. I'm sure you both, if you both have seen that would agree that scene in Philadelphia is weird. Um, that kind of is the same ballpark with this. It, it's, it's, it's out of place. It's weird. It doesn't make sense for him to be so into the opera. And they have spaghetti, and he's like, hey, bud, guess what? Wife's come home tomorrow. This was cool. Let's be adults. I made a mistake. You made a mistake. You know it. Cool. Fist bump. Rocket. Deuces. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, guess what? Uh, I've cut my wrist, but for attention, not for death. And he's just like, oh my god, right? And dude, that was weird too, man. Like, she comes up to him, she starts like one more kiss thing. Like, what's behind her hands? Why did he ask what was behind her hands? I would have done anyway. And then she like puts her hands all over his face, and there's
0: blood. He's just like, oh my god, and it's just, it's. Why did he stay? I thought because he's a nice guy, and this. He's not a nice guy. I know, Uh, but this is part of, I think, the confusion that both of them have where she says at the beginning, I can be discreet. So he's like, yep, let's do it. But then he starts essentially dating her. They go to the park with the dog. They're going to the cafe. uh, They're lounging around in bed together. He's calling her honey and sweetheart with the full intention that they're not together in any way other than this one night or two nights. And so for him to then stay on and take care of her while she has slit her wrists, is just another way of confusing the whole situation, of, um, in her to her especially because she obviously can't figure out what's now, going
2: on. This, now was this the part of the movie where she says a line, or is it later on where she says, "I, not the exact quote, but I'm not something that you just fuck and just toss away," you know? Like was was that at this part because? At that part, I'm on her side. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I get that. You know, like, I'm just not something that you're just going to fuck around with. Sorry for swearing. And and, and then dump me, right? There, there's more to me than that. I'm like, oh, okay, that's where this movie's going. She wants revenge for him. I didn't think it was going to go uh, Bunny Stew, but I, I, I thought, you know, that, okay, she wanted to teach this guy a lesson.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that was my original uh, intake on it. He comes back home getting phone calls in the night. She comes... Back to the uh, back to the law firm is like, hey, big guy, uh, sorry, I was a little crazy. Thanks for helping me out. Um, I got tickets to Madame Butterfly, no strings attached. You want to go? And he's just like, dude, man, Which, like, by, she, by the way, crazy. Just,
1: I don't mean to cut you right there, but that that is the correlation. Like Madame Butterfly is um, this story.
2: Oh, I don't know anything about Madame Butterfly, so that that is the story. Yeah, sure. and this
1: and this story has been done again too i think we had talked about uh it being um what's the beyonce movie again oh,
2: there's a beyonce uh, movie
0: of course there's a beyonce be- movie be- uh, um, is it betrayal betrayed obsessed
1: obsessed I oh that was i was thinking of the, of the JLo movie. it's
0: beyonce and ali larder, ali
1: larder and um uh idris, Elba, idris right? alba yeah mm-hmm uh but but yeah the original madame butterfly uh opera which is again poetic that they referenced it so many times in this movie is um a American officer um you know a, a Japanese woman he goes and hooks up with her um you know going to have a baby and stuff like that too and then he leaves because he's a military um finds out that he has a American wife
2: and i think she kills herself Okay, so standard for this one. A uh, big question for the room: uh, She keeps on stalking him, and then they're like in a subway area, and she's just like, "I'm pregnant."
0: I don't and believe she, that for a she minute. She ain't
2: pregnant. Yeah. No.
0: The I timeline so does not align for that at all. And I know he says, "You know, oh, I called the doctor." Like that could have been faked so 100%, easily.
2: Hundred percent, it could. I don't been believe faked. it for a minute. And she was like, I'm just I'm just pregnant. And it's, he's like, and then, what's really funny, just, again, in times, it's kind of modern, right? He's just like, oh, you are? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, baby. I'll take care of it. No.
0: First oh, she asks, yeah, first he says, you know, are you going to take care of it? She's like, no, I want to have this child.
2: He's like, I'll take care of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, that's what he's going to do. Got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just... And and now and now the craziness is is going through. She just keeps on calling, calling, wants to be around. So this is this is my question, and I guess I'm maybe answering my question. She's clearly mentally disturbed, but is she playing justice to mental illness? What's wrong with her? And that's the move that's the question I'm still asking after the credits are rolling.
0: So Glenn Close took the, the script and the character description to two different psychiatri- psychiatrists psychiatrist psychologists um, and had them look at it and say, do you think this is feasible, that this woman has this affair and then goes off the deep end? And they looked at it and said, yes, it's feasible. And here's kind of the backstory of why she might have been that way. Um, and so Glenn Close tried to play it that way. Um, you know, What's keeping the backstory? The backstory is she was, you know, molested. She was abused as a, at a young age. Um, you know, always in a bad relationship. Never never has been in a, a constructive relationship. Um, kind of along those lines.
1: Was, okay, so another... was this like a tipping okay, point to the trauma? I'm sorry, I'm going to yeah, say question. Yeah, that
0: this is, you know, uh, another yet another man has used her and cast her aside. And now she's not going to put up with it.
2: I wish that was in the movie
0: right yeah It it is it's like a switch flips um, and you don't know why she's doing this right other than you know she's obviously mad at him but she's the one again who said I can be discreet she's walking into this knowing he's married he has a kid he's supposedly happy in his marriage she is not going to get a relationship out of this which is I think right. obviously what she wants.
2: Does she want money? I don't know. And I know that's crappy for me to say, she but I, it's, know, I just don't know who this character money. is. I, I probably not. I mean, yes, she probably doesn't need money, Eric. You're right. But I just, I'm trying to figure out who this character is and why she would snap because early in the movie, when they're having their affair, uh, he pretends to have a heart attack. And then she's mm-hmm. like, don't do that. My father died of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And then let's, Let's go ahead and jump forward to it's bringing that up. This is the part of a good movie where, where the guy breaks into the apartment and sees all the the, the crazy stuff, right? Like heads, mm-hmm. you know, in the refrigerator and yeah. skinned animals. Like he's supposed to find this stuff, and all he finds is this is this newspaper clipping of of her last. Was that her father, or did she yes. lie about her name?
0: No, she. So she doubled down, doubled back on the father. So when, when she said, don't, don't do that, um, you know, my father died of a heart attack in front of me when I was a kid. And then it kind of like breaks the tension of this moment that they're having. And that's when she flips and says, oh, ha no, he's still alive. It's fine. He was actually dead. He did die in front of her of a heart attack
2: when she was okay." Young. Because I could not, because I either A, I didn't, I can't read, no good. or b i wasn't paying attention because when he saw the newspaper clipping i was like oh because i don't know who this character is Mm -hmm. is she did she tell him the truth and then lie double back like you said or is she taking somebody else's identity and making her own because i don't know who this character is right
1: yeah and how did she get acid to pour onto the car like there's a lot of things that that go yeah
0: that one i didn't understand okay okay fine i was not following that
2: Okay, thank you. So let's get into the craziness, right? So now the movie started to, to, to go, right? So the wife and uh, Michael Douglas decide they're going to move upstate themselves, get into this nice house. He, he freaks right out, to... by the way, and moves out there, like, quick.
0: Very fast, yeah. What did
2: you,
1: Eric? I, I probably wouldn't sleep with Glenn Close in the first place. Well, not probably. Well, I would not. Well, thank you. Jeez, right, you know, right, right. right unless right, she drugged you
2: me or something, but – Right, but this woman knows where you live, right? And the only way to escape this woman, you think, at this point in time, in your desperation, is that if you move up, no, uh, up, up to the up, up uh, state of New York, See she's it. like, "I have no idea where you where you are." And also, too, he was pissed off about that, too, because when he comes home, there's Glenn Close pretending that she's interested in the apartment, so she knows where they're moving to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like it's just, ah. uh, ugh. yeah. So he gets he gets he 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 gets a bunny because the little girl wants a bunny. Uh, cute bunny, by the way, and he goes into his parking garage, and there's Glenn Close staring over the balcony, crow style, I guess. And she pours, which I was assuming acid. You guys confirmed it. She poured acid on his car. Acid? Yeah, that's, that's from what the it's, blood of alien acid. That's
1: what I'm reading out of the transcript here. Yeah, I, 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 I she's got acid. She got
2: car-eating acid. Okay, so then he rents a vehicle. By the way, call, right? Like, even somebody on heavy medication would probably be flipping out. He's like, oh, damn it. He's mad. And then next scene, he's running a vehicle, and he's just just casually driving home. Well, then I think the
1: police would be involved in this too,
2: you know? Yes. Right? This is an everyday thing. That's a blatant attack. Mm -hmm. Blatant attack. And then he listens to her tape, her confession tape on the way home. And it's like, oh my God. He, he gives the little girl a bunny, she finds them at the house, she stalks through the windows, oh, it's a happy-go-lucky family. She ain't showing no belly bump, right? Like, how far along is she? She ain't pregnant. There's no yeah. way, right? And then we get this scene that just still, a few days later, my wife still is freaking out about, and because of this scene, my daughter is starting kindergarten next, <laughs> next week from this recording, oh, and... And my wife, because of this scene, says, we're coming up with a password. Yep. Glenn Close goes to the school and kidnaps the little Mm -hmm. girl to take her on a roller coaster and take her back home. So I'm not trying to be coy, but what was really the reason of that, really?
0: I think it was to show her power. She she wants him to know that she knows where he lives, where his kid is, that she can get to him uh, and all of that.
1: Eric, what do you think? Yeah, that you it could be that or it maybe even a uh, kind of a further uh, part to show that she can be what his wife is. She mm-hmm. can she can be that person. She is that person. Um, maybe that's what it is. The the envy of the other woman and so her uh, her process, her her you know, metamorphosis into trying to turn into her.
2: Okay, I, I, just, I, I'm guessing
1: because otherwise it's just psycho creepy stuff.
2: And then we get bunny stew, right? That was mm-hmm. that was obvious. I never knew of the bunny stew, but as soon as you know the bunny kept on getting talked about, you know, and then we keep on seeing the little girl playing with the bunny. I'm like, oh, something's gonna happen to the bunny. Uh, bunny stew. This is a thing, I guess. And this is like the big scene. This was like the spreading of the legs and basic instinct like I mean this was thing everybody knows yes no I yes. don't know is it okay
0: yeah yeah
2: this is the one so, that everyone this is the reference right this is the pop culture, this is the pop culture. Beck, so, then, yeah. so then he goes after the kidnapping he flips out. goes to the cops cops don't do any well the I mean, cops said that they would do something and then and then he goes to her apartment and beats the living crap out of her mm-hmm. this was a great fight I mean I'm just saying <laughs> the movie sucks but this was a good fight. I felt this fight, you know, like, I'm like, oh, my God, like, Jesus Christ. Like, this was good. People throwing through glass, knives, punching, kicking, scratching. This was entertaining. No? Nobody? Oh, yeah. Nobody. nobody. Okay. All right. I was going to say, I'm going to sure I'm not. The no, no. One. We're letting you, letting you get all the words out. But, like. This is crazy. Yeah. Like, there, this was, this had more passion in it than their lovemaking. Oh, good one. That was good. That was good. That was good. She came at him with a knife. Nah. Right? Yeah. So uh, you guys do your research just like I do before we get to Mm -hmm. the end of this movie. Do you guys know what the original ending was?
0: I do. I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to make sure we talked about it.
2: Sarah, you can bring it up. Go ahead. What was the original ending that was filmed?
0: So there was a completely different ending and this is the ending that was scripted that was shot and that was given to test audiences and it only tested at about a 75%. And so they went back and they changed it. Glenn Close advocated for the original ending so hard and was really angry that they didn't go with it. So the original ending was, I believe the bunny dies. Uh, Dan goes to the apartment, he is threatening Glenn Close with the knife, he's beating her, uh, he takes the knife, he calmly puts it down, and he walks out of the apartment. In the original ending, uh, Alex then picks up the knife, draws it across her throat, and bleeds to death, which then uh, frames Dan for the murder. Um, he is obviously goes to jail and dies, whatever. Um, I I don't know if this was, I can't remember if um, this was like an alternate, alternate ending or if there was something, but there is something along the lines where like the wife finds the tape that Glenn Close made uh, and uh, realizes that, you know, Dan has been framed and takes it to the police with the assumption that he is freed. So I don't know if, if that was part of the original ending. Um, Jordan, you can clarify that one. But yes, the original ending, Glenn Close kills herself. And the reason that she advocated it for, for it so hard was she said her character psychologically was not into harming other people. She would not have gone after the wife. She wouldn't have kidnapped the kid. All she would have done was harm herself. And, and the bunny. And Go the ahead. bunny, yes, and the bunny. Um, and so it just didn't go along the lines of the character, and so it made her dislike the character in that way. Otherwise, I think she said it's like one of her favorite characters she's ever played.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I mean, she's she's the actress. She played the character. I'm not going to say she's wrong, but she's wrong. I, 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 I uh, no. Okay, so I like that idea of the original ending, and I 100% agree with you. Right. Uh, but that again is an ending for an Oscar nominated, uh, best film of the year movie, not this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, no, and also too, one more thing before we get into the end, and one thing that really ticked me off, right? The mom is trying to find the little girl. She gets in a car accident because she's frantic, right? This uh scene prior, she's like, Get out of my house, Michael Douglas. I you know, because you're having an affair, you admitted it to me. He goes to the hospital and there's a scene of the dad sitting by the by his daughter's bed, like looks up like I knew what she'd done to my daughter, right. right? And then she like just looks at him and she gives him the look of forgiveness. Like, what
0: what? I don't right? know, maybe she's got some amnesia. She hit her head too oh, hard.
2: Oh, whatever. And then you know. <laughs> And then she goes home, and he draws her a bath, and he takes care of her. And she's like, thank you, sweetie, so much for taking care of me. And he's like, no problem, baby. And then, of Ugh. course, I was waiting. I was waiting. Waiting for the scene, right, for, uh, for Glenn Close to pop up. We get the wipe of the mirror, and then Glenn Close all scream Billy Loomis style and just stabbing herself in the leg, which is – all this is batshit, pardon my language, crazy. This is ridiculous and I don't mean that. I mean like it's crazy. She's stabbing herself in the leg. She's bleeding everywhere. This is not her character, I agree with you. And then how he knows, this is ridiculous. This doesn't happen this fast. How he knows that she's in trouble. He's making tea or something and water's dripping from the ceiling and he looks up and goes, huh, water's dripping from the ceiling and just ignores it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was strange. You would not do that.
2: Especially after
1: you know that you left that bathroom
0: mm-hmm. with
1: drawing your wife a bath.
0: Yeah.
2: Did she pass out? Is she drowning? Great. What's Maybe going on? Maybe I should on? go
0: check on my wife who just had a car accident.
2: He don't care about his wife. We knew this an hour ago, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden the tea gets done and whatever takes her off and she hears the screaming, goes up, and there's Glenn Close. Knife style, right? Just, oh, mm-hmm. God, I hated this so much. And then, of course, he drowns her in the bathtub, and we but get she this. Comes back. Right, right. That's what I was going to say. Like, I mean, uh, I, again, I just thought of screaming, and I looked at my wife and said, just wait. This mm-hmm. is the scene when the supposed killer comes back for one last scare, you know? And then she pops up, wheels her knife, and she gets shot in the boom. <laughs> and. Yep Dies and then police come, don't take him to jail, don't take the wife to jail. You know, just like hey guys, this is her, all right, clean up crews here, leave. Movie ends with a family portrait. This pisses me off. He's learned nothing Mm -hmm. now. Now, my wife says that he learned, so I want to ask you guys this. My wife said that he learned a lesson, he learned to love his wife, he learned not to cheat, he learned all these things. But my argument is. is that he's got away with his scot-free, he shot her, he had an affair, he dealt with crazy, shot and killed the woman, and now he's living his happy life upstate New York. And he's keeping his job and his friends. And by the way, his friend knows they had an affair. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: That's the other thing, too, is that they're all lawyers. And, like, I know he's not a family lawyer, but um, you know, if Glenn Close is pregnant, just like you'd think that you you could have like a friend to you know have some counsel with at least and be like, all right, well, you know, paternity test, you mm-hmm. you want to get that done first, um, you know, to give something rather than him just freaking out, uh, to you know, to the other guy, and it's just I it, yeah, it, it just seemed like again um, the role of of what I thought was a very intelligent person making very unintelligent decisions.
0: Yes.
2: Why, before we get into our reviews, I'll ask both of you. Eric, I'll ask you first because this seems to be the uh, Jordan and Sarah show. Um, Why why is this the nominated for six Oscars and why was this the second high grossing film of 87? Why do you think that is?
1: I wish I could, hold on, let me look up at the reception. Maybe that this was just one of those types of things. Uh, Maybe this is one of those where it's a psychological thriller and at that time, they were just maybe. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of like of like a trend, you know, like like social trends that were kind of uh, at the times. Uh, so it says it was behind three men and a baby. So are there any comedies then? <laughs> um, was there like a uh, like a social movement, like a a woman's movement? Oh, feminists uh, but,
0: were real pissed about this movie.
1: You know, I'm trying to think that what else could it have been other than a trend other than it being michael douglas just being just red hot uh, on his career right now uh glenn close already having um well this hold on let me bring up glenn close because what yeah what was she doing
2: before this
1: Yeah, what's what's her career because i thought she had the big chill but was that before or after this um that was a that was a big one too um, she had the natural before this. She had the big chill before this. So yeah, she's uh, already doing a, a lot of of good, uh, you know, I guess roles before this too. So yeah, so I, I think that it's just like one of those solid pieces of film uh, that maybe everyone liked. But at the same part, maybe it was also just because the studio. We know we talked about how the award, the academies are just kind of all like a. Yeah, just politics at this point, right? So okay. who knows? Maybe it was the director that um, maybe they gave him an award just to be like, yeah, sure,
2: you know. All right, well, Sarah, I, same question. I, I, I can't of any before? other reason. Sarah, do you have an opinion then? I mean, what, what makes this movie the second highest grossing film of the year and also six Oscar nominations, including best film? What is it? Is it because these two big stars
0: I, yes, question mark. Um, I wonder if if we're just so inundated with movies these days that we take for granted that, you know, 35 years ago, when a movie came out, it was a big thing to go to the theater and see the movie. We weren't, there wasn't so many movies to compare to um, as there is, you know, now or a dozen movies come out every day. Um, but I think it's it's maybe also the time period of, you know, that sort of sexy thriller, I think was really big. Um, and I don't know, maybe it was just people who were trying to get the thrill on, you know, you're going to see some sort of sexy movie for a date and this is what you get. I
2: don't okay. have an answer for you. All right, well, Eric, what is your popcorn rating for Fatal Attraction?
1: Um, probably a small. Like I I got it and then I'm and then I'm done. Um it's you You're, know, it's a fine wow. movie. I, it's one of those where like it was well acted. I I that's really the only thing I can say about it because it just seemed like the story just seemed like a lot of the characters were making really kind of weird decisions. I know that it's of the time, too, so, you know, technology is lacking, but it just seemed like a lot of the situations were just kind of like, why? Why did that happen? I I just don't understand. So, um, Small Bag, just because I feel like there's, there's more that should be there, uh, it says that this was a uh, based off of a short film, uh, made mm-hmm. by the the writer of the same uh or the writer who did the movie um and the screenplay right so I, I there may have just been more there and maybe directed choice to take something out or put something in. I don't I don't know. Just like Michael Douglas this, Michael Douglas did in the movie, right? <laughs> there is oh. a, apparently, uh apparently in our confusion between uh Fatal Attraction and Basic Instinct, there's a movie called Fatal Instinct. Nice. Uh, uh it's a 1993 sex comedy thriller directed by Carl Reiner. Oh. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, so that should be something. I guess. Um but yeah, I, I maybe it was just the style of the movie at this time. You know, and people didn't want maybe the uh the family adventure stuff uh that, that maybe Spielberg was doing. Um they wanted uh maybe less of the action stuff that maybe, you know, uh, Arnie and uh and Sly were doing um this is something you know this is like scary but without the monsters in it because there were a lot of those in the 80s as well too a lot of those monster movies so I, i think maybe just having that that little piece of outside of the box is why this is going to be drawn to that where it's the villain is well first off she didn't know that she was a villain right she played this character as if she was not a villain, um, mm-hmm. but it's just a crazy person. You just have a a real situation almost that gets so ridiculously out of hand. I think that's why people liked this. Um, maybe, it's what it, maybe that's why it was so popular, because there were a lot of uh, 80s uh, husbands that were cheating on their wives, and then they saw this, and then it was like, holy oh, shit, a lot of wives brought their, their husbands to see this movie as a, cool. as a lesson. So maybe that's what it is. But anyway, <laughs> going back to it... Um, a small bag because I got the I got a a boiling rabbit and that's it.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean, like for me, this would be uh, considered what My mom would say back in the day when I was a teenager or a young kid, um, this is a grown up movie. And boy, what this was! Um, my wife was on her phone more than watching the screen. She said this was dry, and I 100% agree with her. This movie was dry. It, it nothing happened really until he moved to upstate New York. Um, I don't like these characters. You said it was good acting. I said it was bad acting because I don't know anything about these characters. You would think that good actors would actually like talk to the director, or the writer, and be like, okay, but who am I? What am I doing? Um, I don't believe any of their motivations. I don't like uh, his lawyer friends. I want to give this a no-bag because I feel that it deserves a no-bag to kind of stick it to the Academy. Plot, uh, um, without being a total jerk... You know there is some things that I guess would be iconic for you know boomers, so I don't want to take everything away from them. So you know, small bag, sure, small bag. This is this is okay. This is probably top three worst in our year of love <laughs> retrospective, I would I would say okay at best. Okay, it was fine. Um, we'll never go back to it again. Sarah, are you going to do a three for three here? Is 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 is, is this going to be? A small bag for you. So what is your popular rating for Fatal Attraction?
0: It's a large bag, Jordan.
2: No, it's Ooh. not so small. No, don't it's like not. It.
0: It's a small bag. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, it's – yeah, I don't have a lot to say about this. Um, there is Oh, man. I, I think the best part – the best thing I can say about it is – I know you'll disagree – it was acted well enough that I hated both of their characters. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not point. sure. I think, I think we were supposed to feel bad for Michael Douglas's character, even though he was the one who was really shitty, excuse me, in the first half. Uh, and then it sort of flips and that she becomes the crazy one and you start feeling bad for, for him. Um, but both of them made me feel like I hated them. I hated Michael Douglas the entire movie. Uh, and so, like, eh, yeah, it it's a small bag. That's Something to um, be said
1: if if yeah, you hate it, I feel it
0: strongly break. towards both characters, um, in a negative way. But it's it's a feeling. Um, so small bag. I will probably not watch this again.
2: You know, oh yeah, I totally agree. Funny
1: thing is, is we were watching this movie and obviously there talks of opera and then we turned it off <laughs> and just to kind of um well discuss, register everything that just had happened and kind of rifling through and uh we actually got to see an opera that was on T V. It was being broadcasted mm-hmm. on like a PBS you know, uh at the you know, PBS goes to the Met. And it was uh an opera say like, oh all right well let's see if maybe we can be some enthusiasts as well and i will say jordan i did keep it on so i think this movie
2: might have done better with some music well i hope this movie will have what i hope i will have what this movie's having <laughs>
0: <laughs> that one is probably there one of you your best that's a better that's, one that's a jordan. good one yeah good job <laughs>
2: <laughs> big boy today, oh. big boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's for next next month episode for our uh, year of love retrospective. Eric, Sarah, they are, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I had fun with this one. This was really good. I, I knew this was going to be well, going to be a great discussion. But like always, check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. But you typically don't, right? You usually listen to us on your phone or your tablet, right? So download us on any podcast platform that you have we are on spotify apple podcast stitcher uh iHeartRadio. the list goes on we're on all of them so thank you so much for downloading and we'll be back next thursday for another awesome episode of movie guys podcast have a good night